Howdy and welcome to the Bonanza Voice. I'm your host and commissioner, Steel Gibson, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Manager Matt. How you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Steel. Looking forward to uh, looking into all of these matchups this week. It was a busy week with uh, lots of statement victories, so happy to get into it. It was indeed. Uh, do you want to? St- oh well, I guess before we hop into our uh, first one, we'll, we had a little trade go down last night. Uh, between manager Matt Kermis and manager Matt Jeff. We were sitting at a pub and uh, trying to make some trades, and one went through. So we had Joe Pavelski for... That's Matt uh, Taylor. I, I didn't I didn't make any trades. <laughs> oh, did I, did I say you by accident? <laughs> you, you did say me, yeah. Uh, yes, no, I meant, uh, meant the Matt Taylor uh, with manager Matt Jeff. And so we'll see how that pays off. Uh, closely taken in the ranks, a little scoring for perhaps some coverage on the categories but uh that's how it is uh any any other trade news in your life no trades for me i still just the one so far with grubauer for demco at the very beginning of the year for ryan who's a you know big up-and-coming seattle kraken fan of course and i hear you have a, a pending one from manager brennan i do yes i've got uh i don't know flurry for carter hart in the wings which is if you had told me in the first week of the season or, you know, just, just after the draft that that trade was going to come through, I probably wouldn't have believed you, but now I don't even know. I can't bring myself to accept it because of how bad the Blackhawks are. <laughs> but anyways, well, I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit more in the matchup we'll reviews. Get into that for sure. Yes. So I'll start with the first matchup of the week, which was between yourself, Nelly Spaghetti, and manager Jeff, uh, team name Aho gave me head man. And, Jeff with a 10 to two victory, which is, um, this is one of those statement victories I was talking about. Steel was number one in the power rankings last week. So it's uh, Jeff's got to feel pretty good about that. And yeah, so it was a slight game played advantage for Jeff. I think he had six games played on you. Um, it was surely a factor, but it was really Jeff's goalies that tilted the balance in this matchup. Um, some of the other categories were pretty close. So it was really the goalies, um, that were the difference. And Jeff was the prize banana this week as well. Um, after some technical difficulties with the uh, steel spreadsheet, um, he would have gone 11 and 0 against the other managers. So we've expanded the prize banana rankings to include all of the managers in the league rather than just the winning managers. So I think it should be fun to see, you know, maybe some people who win where they would have pre- fared poorly against the rest of the league or vice versa, as in, as in this case. So Jeff would have been eleven and zero versus the other managers, and Steele, the loser, would have been nine and two versus the other managers. So, you got to consider yourself unlucky to be matched up against Jeff this week. Well, my my other loss would have come to at the hands of you, but uh, yeah, you know, Jeff, his Monday Tuesday start was pretty ridiculous. His goaltending, he had like sub one goals against with two starts. I was like, fuck. Um. And his Sano boys kept scoring. I kind of I tried to reel him in. Some of the categories did get pretty close there, but uh, it was really with Holtby getting the starts over Kudobin really uh, really sunk me there. But but as I said, I think I said it was going to be a close one, particularly because I couldn't count on sweeping the goalies, and uh, he swept the goalies on me. So we'll take a quick look at his team here, and the theme of this team is San Jose. We'll start off with Mr. Logan Couture. Three goals, four assists, a plus seven. 
Uh, and there were some people who could really use that plus seven this week. <laughs> One power play point, 13 shots on goal, 34 faceoff wins with six hits and two blocks. And on the back end of the Sharks, we had Carlson with two goals, three assists, plus three, three power play points, seven shots on goal, three hits, five blocks. So, I mean, I personally don't see those numbers continuing, but they went off this week. And, uh, I mean, you could go with Aho here. He had four points. And same with Atkinson, who had a shorty. I wish we could keep that in. But I uh, got to go with Holtby here. Two games started, two wins, 139 goals against, and a 959 save percentage. Yeah, it was quite the... It was quite the week for the Sharks. Tough. I kept on seeing them score, and I was like, why are Hurdle and Burns not on the score sheet? <laughs> it was always, always Couture, and we'll get to Timo Meyer later in the later in the pod. But um, we'll look at your team, and it's you, you uh, as we said, you were nine and two. You didn't have a you didn't have a lack of good performers here. So um, starting with your uh, number two overall pick, Leon Dreisaitl, he had a monster week. Three games played. Um, four goals, three assists, plus five, two power play points, 10 shots on goal, 42 faceoff wins in a hit and a block. And then uh, looking at the back end, Roman Yossi climbed into top 10 in our league. I think he's at 10th right now. Um, and in four games played, he had two goals, four assists, plus three, three power play points, 12 shots on goal, a hit and four blocks. And you weren't without uh, some good goalie performances yourself, um, kind of torpedoed by Jake Allen. But um, Miko Miko Koskinen for the Oilers, after Smith went out injured, he had a really good, um, really good couple games for you. It was a good pickup with uh, two games started, two wins, a two point goals against, and a nine forty save percentage. Yeah, and that Drysaddle stat line was with he went pointless in one of those games against Arizona. So. Um... What That's could so funny. Been? I know. I was. I was like against oh, Arizona of all teams. Yeah, he's he's going to get me all the points, so that nothing happened. I was like, oh, one of those weeks. Uh, looking over at Jeff's team on players, uh, he'd be hoping to improve. While there weren't many of them, there definitely were some standouts. Starting with Mister Jordan Eberle, who went pointless, was a minus four, uh, six shots on goal, one faceoff, four hits, and two blocks. And we also had TJ o- Oshi go pointless along with. He had a few guys that he dropped early on, but uh, looking at Oshi, normally a little bit more. He was minus two, six shots on goal, eight faceoffs, three hits, and two blocks. Uh, Zegris, he did get a point this week. He heard what I said, and he did throw up 15 shots on goal, which is uh, respectable. So he's having a bit bit of a bounce back there. Yeah, Seattle, you mentioned Everly, minus four on the week. Seattle as a whole is having difficulty scoring goals and winning games. Um, so... Hopefully he can turn it around and, you know, Jared McCann maybe. But um, so your weak performers, um, I went with, it's a bit tough to choose here because some guys played less games than other, but um, Martin Nekash for the Hurricanes, he only had two games played, but um, only one assist, a plus two, and then three shots on goal, two face-off wins, a hit and a block. Just not really contributing too much to the matchup there. And uh, Jacob Chikrin, who we talked about last week, Three games played and no points, a whopping minus six, nine shots on goal, six hits, and three blocks. So that's pretty tough for him. And then I mentioned him earlier, but Jake Allen did his best to sabotage the matchup. I, know, I think you only you only started him once, but it was that was enough. One game started, 5.0 goals against, and an 800 save percentage. 
I don't think it would have mattered really because I mean Jeff's save percentage was still over a nine fifty two. Uh, yeah, I don't think it would have mattered any either. of my top goalies combined. So that's just how she goals. Maybe goals against, but even then, uh, who'd you have for MVP? Yeah, I went with. Uh, it was kind of hard to pick through the goalies on uh, Jeff's team. I, I would uh, to cheat. I would say all goalies, and I was also. I mean, Logan Couture had such a strong week. Um, like I with the plus seven, he single handedly won plus minus, and um, he won the most faceoffs on his team, and he beat you by one in the faceoff categories. So, um, I'll I'll defer to Couture in this one. I think I too went with Couture. Um, the goal, yeah, they're you know goalie cats were unreal, obviously, but Couture with seven points and a bunch of other stats. So, uh, congratulations to manager Jeff. We'll move on to our next one here. Uh, we had manager Neil versus manager Mitch. And this one, Mitch won 8-3. And this one was kind of a tale of, I mean, once again, Neil had, un- well, not once again, but uh, goalie cats were huge in this one with Neil taking three of the four and Mitch taking all of the skater ones. So it was a really a, a battle of two philosophies, if you will. And uh, we'll look at Mitch's team here. Once again, San Jose. Uh, Timo Meyer coming in massive form, same pretty much same stat line as uh, Couture in the points with three goals, four assists, plus six, one power play point, 15 shots on goal with 10 hits and two blocks. And we also had Nurse. He only had the one point, but he put up 16 more hits. Like this, <laughs> I, I, it's it's crazy. He only works in like multiples of four five hits. It's crazy, and uh, like. Yeah, eight, eight, four, eight, four. Like, uh, I mean, the guy's nuts in that department, and the points are going to be coming sooner or later here. It's crazy that he's ranked nine with only three points. That is wild. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. But, uh, yeah, you know, highlight him. And then another Oiler, to the chagrin of all the Calgary fans, was uh, Hyman, who had four goals, one assist. Uh, He was minus three, as two of those came on the power play. Seven shots on goal. And a face-off win, a couple hits, and a block. Yeah, the chagrin of Flames fans and Leafs fans, to be sure. But <laughs> um, so we'll look at Neil's team here. And you mentioned his goalies; it was an, he did have an incredible week. And and I should mention, uh, Mitch had an eleven games played advantage here, so that probably played a, a pretty yeah. sizable factor in winning all of the skater categories. Eleven games is, uh, you know. That is, that's a pretty significant difference. Um, but for Neil's team, strong players um, on Anaheim, Ricard Raquel. Uh, he had four four games played this week, but he had three goals. He was a minus two, one power play point, 19 shots on goal in four games. That is pretty impressive. Three hits and six blocks for good measure. And like we said, his goalies, uh, Igor Shesterkin is probably the hottest goalie in the league right now. Um, or one of a couple. Uh, two well, games he's started. got Sorokin there right there as well. Yeah, I mean, Sorokin is just, he just turned it on. He didn't start very hot. And I was actually thinking about trading for him after he let in those, you know, 10 goals in two games, but I'm, I'm not very good at buying low. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, so they combined for uh, four wins out of five games started, a 1.18 goals against and a 967 save percentage. So that's that's got to be the best in the league this week. And uh, before we get to those players we want to improve, uh, manager Neil uh, was tied for last on the prize banana rankings here. Uh, would have gone 0, 10, and 1 against the rest of the league. Whereas manager Mitch uh, was 
would have gone four, six, and one, which I think was good enough for around eighth. Yes, he was tied seven, sixth, and eighth, or seven, eighth, and ninth. Sorry. Yeah, he was part of a swack load in there, but uh, came out on on that way. But uh, looking at the players for improvement on manager Mitch, uh, there are a few here that really. I mean, I, Tanev, like. I know we talked about him last time, how the points were going to stop, and the points did stop. Uh, when pointless was minus one, three shots on goal. He did have 10 hits, but that was one game he had eight. Uh, in the two other games, it was just one hit, which would have been very worrying for at least if, if I had had him. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev went pointless, minus one, four shots on goal, three hits, one block. And then if, looking at the goalies... I don't know. I expected more from Soros last week. He did get the three starts and one win, but it was a 312 goals against and an 893 save. Didn't come back to bite him, but uh, you're going to hope for some improvement there. Yeah, and he had that one. He had one really tough game against Winnipeg, gave up six goals. Besides that, he had a, in his two games against the Rangers and the Kings, his save percentage was like 945 and yeah. something like that. But, you know, going to have tough games like that. Um, and yeah, crazy to see Kale McCarr still struggling. I know you weren't very high on him, or at least in terms of being the first defenseman off the board uh, at the draft. But minus seven again, he was minus eight in two games. Like, that's just crazy. Um, yeah. But anyways, for Neil's team, he also had a number of weak performers on his team. Start with Philip Deneau whose trade to LA hasn't improved his offensive capabilities <laughs> in three games played. He was minus one with uh, no points, three shots on goal, 17 faceoff wins, a hit and a block. So pretty much just there for faceoff wins at that point. And he's not, he's not even a world beater at that right now. Um, Elias Pettersson for the Canucks as well. Three games played one assist minus one. Uh, that assist was on the power play. Only five shots on goal, which is concerning for him, and only five faceoff wins as a locked center, and that is it's pretty tough to stomach when we have faceoff wins as a category. He's only had his maximum faceoff wins in a game this season has been five, and that was in the first game, and then since that he's had a maximum of two. So it's kind of a waste of a locked center position. I know he's incredibly talented, but hasn't shown it for you know, the better part of a, you know, just over a season. So that's, uh, Neil's hoping for a turnaround there. Yeah. We'll see what happens there. Uh, MVP, who'd you go with? It's ringing true to the first matchup. I went with Timo Meyer as well. Yeah, those San same. Jose boys are just too good. Plus six. That's huge. Like 15 shots, 10 hits. I, it's funny. Cause I tried to trade for both of them <laughs> Bef- <laughs> before they exploded. I was trying to, trying to cash in on Jordan Cairo being ranked like 20th overall um, before they blew up. And I guess those managers smartly rejected those trade offers, (laughs) which I, I didn't, I didn't think were, I didn't think I was, they were overly bad, but you know, just seeing, seeing what people are always hesitant to, to pay up for uh, like a a past week waiver wire pickup. Yeah. So early in the season, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. You never know. It's in, and he had just come. Off, I think Kyrie had just come off a four point night, but he looks he looks good out there. Now that I'm trying to market the product, <laughs> he, he's pretty pretty impressive out there, scoring some pretty nice goals. Anyways, um, so that concludes that matchup, and the next one is Nelly Spaghelia versus Rat Squad. So this is Michael versus Drew. 
and Drew came out with the victory here with a seven to four win. But it was a pretty close matchup where goals goals and assists were decided by two each. So it was 12 to 10 and 30 to 28. And the game started goals against and save percentage were pretty close as well. So, and they all, they played the exact same number of games here, 59. So there's no excuses on either side there. Um, and Drew was sixth in the prize banana rankings here. He was four, five, and two against the other managers. And Michael was right there with him at four, six, and one versus the other managers. So it was, uh, it was about as close as it gets. Yeah, and looking at uh, Manager Drew's team, uh, we knew it from the start. Those Boston boys were going to be leading, and that's what they did. Uh, Marshawn with two goals, three assists. Bergeron also had three assists. And then uh, just kind of nicely filled in the stat sheet. Bergeron throwing in another 37 faceoff wins for good measure. And in net, uh, Officer Bob looks like he's back on the case. Two games started, two wins, uh, 150 goals against, and a 950 save percentage. Uh, Florida's got to be thrilled. They're getting good goaltending from both him and Knight. And I imagine they'd like to ride that, uh, ride Bob for as much as they can. Yeah, they're going to ride him for the next six years, hopefully. It's <laughs> six years, 60 million bucks. Maybe we can trade him straight across I think what, this, yeah, 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 including this year, I think, right? But yeah, regardless, yeah. whatever it is, it's a massive contract and, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm, I didn't want to sign him to it in Columbus, but I'm happy he's he's bounced back in Florida. Yeah, and um, when was the last time Bob was ranked 25th overall? Uh, that's who who at least three three years ago, probably probably when he last won the Vesna. You'd think we'll look at Michael's team and his strong performers. Kind of coming out of the woodwork was Pierre Luc Dubois. In three games played, he had three goals, two assists, plus two two power play points. Three shots on goal, 20 face-off wins, four hits, and four blocks. Interesting that those three goals came on three shots, so shooting a whopping 100%, that never hurts. Connor McDavid as well. I mean, we said last <laughs> week we would talk about him every week, and here we are. He's at, he's, I think he's got 13 points in five games. It's, I don't know, yeah, he's, just crazy. He's on a, he's on a roll. He's on a career-long roll, but three, <laughs> three games played. He had three goals, five assists, plus one, four power play points, 11 shots on goal, 14 face-off wins, and a hit and a block. And Vitek Vanishek was the only uh, silver lining in Michael's crease with uh, one game started, one win, a 1.00 goals against, and a 962 save percentage. And then looking on the uh, players for manager Drew that he'd like to see bounce back. Uh, we'll start off at the top with Jamie Ben going pointless, minus one, three shots on goal, 14 faceoff wins, eight hits, and three blocks. Uh, I'm hoping Dallas bounces back at some point, not tonight against Columbus, of course. But uh, yeah, Ben, I would say, was more risky than a few of them of the Dallas guys just because he's already had that down year or down a couple years, really. Uh, but we'll see what they can do there. And speaking of players that are having a brutal start, Brennan Gallagher going pointless, uh, just with six shots, three hits, and a block. Pretty much sums up Montreal's season outside of that one game. And even then, it wasn't like their scorer guys scoring. <laughs> so uh, we'll see what happens there. And Nick Letty, I wasn't sure how many games he got in, but pointless with just a plus one and two hits. Yeah, it looks like he got in two games. I think of of uh, Nick Letty there. He played four last week too. I don't know if he owned him the whole time. Anyways, yeah, I think it might have been um, a pickup for White Cloud, but yeah, and those uh, those Montreal guys have been terrible, and we'll cover that a little bit later with even 
potentially a more surprising, um, you know, entry into that. But um, for Michael's team, his weak players, uh, polar opposite to the last week, William Nylander didn't have a very good week. Um, three games played for the Leafs, and he had only one assist, minus two, only six shots on goal, and a single faceoff win. And Petrangelo in Vegas, they're feeling the loss of Pacioretty and Mark Stone. And in three games played, he was a minus five with no points. Did put up 13 shots on goal, which is impressive, um, but two hits and five blocks. Just, uh, you know, you'd p- you pick him relatively high. You expect some points in it hopefully at least an even plus minus. <laughs> and I alluded to it before with the, with the crease for Michael Vanasek was good, but uh, unfortunately Campbell and Peterson were bad and they started 80% of his games. So um, <laughs> Campbell was two games started with a 4.05 goals against and an 841 save percentage. And Peterson two games started a 4.58 goals against and an 873 save percentage. Uh, combining for zero wins so not uh not a great week for michael in the net there no siree uh mvp who'd you go with officer bob back on the case yeah yeah so, I had to. especially because um the goalie cats were close and... they were close and drew's other goalies were not i mean talbot no. got two wins but behind a 3.79 and an 852 and Kakinen was awful. So yeah. um, he really needed Bob to be good and also to not seed sites, not seed starts to Spencer Knight. So that mm-hmm. was a tongue twister right there. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> how many times can you say that? Seed starts to Spencer Knight. Um, we nailed it. I did. All right. Uh, so we'll move on to uh, a new matchup featuring yours truly, manager Matt Kermis with the real Slim Brady. First manager Brendan with DJ Zabanahad. Oh my goodness, is that correct? I they gave me grief. Matt, he's talking about Connor Halibiyuk yuck yuck, and he's like, "Why don't you pronounce Mika's name correctly?" But anyway, so I did it just for you. Are they saying and that you don't say the J in Zabana? They're, they're saying DJ Zabanjajad is. is <laughs> I can't. I, I don't. I can't even remember how I said it. DJ. Zabinjabad. That's how I say you, it. That, that's how you say that's, it. You say Zabinjabad. I need, I need to do the DJ Gallon voice to get it right <laughs> to the Zabinjabad. But uh, yeah, so I, I, that's just for you guys there. Uh, they gave it. They gave me some grief as we were out walking through nature. I'm like, oh, can't get away from it anywhere. But, <laughs> there's no uh, escaping the fantasy podcast, the, the, the crowd, the peanut oh, gallery. There's none. They, they, it's relentless. But I uh, love that league engagement. And so this one... Uh, manager Matt did take down Brennan 9-3. And Manager Matt was second in the prize banana rankings with his only loss would have been to Manager Jeff. And Manager Brendan, uh, I think, finished fourth. And he would have had he was seven and four versus the other contestants this week. So we'll take a look at the good players for yours truly, Manager Matt. Uh, there's a few I mean, we already talked about, but uh, I'm sure we'll talk about Kyrie with his two goals, four assists, uh, plus three. Did you get him before his big game? I did, did, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because his big game was in this. Was that, yeah. That's how I have six points from him, yeah. Yeah, Uh, two power play points, 10 shots on goal, nothing on the peripherals, and that can be expected the rest of the way. But hey, if you're scoring like that, who cares? And Vinny Trocek uh, had a good week with two goals, three assists, plus three, two power play points, five shots on goal, nine faceoff wins, six hits, and four blocks. 
And while I want to talk about, you know, no, I don't want to talk about Carter Hart yet. We'll talk about uh, <laughs> Dylan Larkin. Uh, goal, five assists, plus two, two power play points, 12 shots on goal with 36 face-off wins. Yeah, and it was, um, it was, I thought it was a lot closer than that. I did, I'm pretty sure I led the league in games played. I had 70 games played this week, which is a ton. It is a number. But uh, interesting to note that the, that me, you, Brendan, and Jeff are the top four in the prize banana rankings, and we all played each other. So, yeah, um, that's pretty, uh, pretty interesting there. Everyone else has considered yourselves lucky. Um, <laughs> and we'll look at Brendan's team here. And I think this is the reason I thought I was behind was because I knew he had Gaudreau and uh, um, a Lindholm, Lindholm on the Flames. Yeah. And every time I looked at what the Flames were doing, and and Markstrom, I should say. Um, and every time I looked at what the Flames were doing, they were scoring by way of Goodrow and Lindholm. So in three games played each, Goodrow had six assists, plus four, and eight shots on goal. Uh, just like Kairou, you aren't expecting any peripherals from him. But Elias, in, Elias Lindholm will fill that gap. He must have, Goodrow must have assisted every one of Lindholm's goals because he was the polar opposite <laughs> with uh, five goals and zero assists, plus six, 12 shots on goal, 28 faceoff wins, five hits, and two blocks. Matt Dumba had a bit of a resurgence. I think he had a pretty good week to start, actually, but he had a good week this week as well. Three games played, two assists, um, plus two, and then 13 shots on goal with a nine-shot game on uh, against yeah, Winnipeg. Yeah, it was a wild one. With nine I shots, like he's four had hits, those, and three almost. blocks. He had a six-shot game to start, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, he's really filling up the categories here, so Brendan's got to be happy about that. I think that was, a, a you know, a mid-to-late round pickup. And continuing the Calgary trend, Jacob Markstrom was Brendan's lone bright spot in goal with two games started, one win, a 1.46 goals against, and a 950 save percentage. Yeah, yeah. And uh, while Brendan and I talked about Perron, uh, and I was like, oh, you're in the draft. And I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, he's a power play beast. But for some reason, like when I envision him, I envision him going to be like, you know, like an absolute hit and block machine as well. Yeah, uh, I, I just visualize him as a very rugged player for some reason, uh, and so that was the nice tinted visor. it must be the tinted tinted visor. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll hop back over onto your side of uh, players you're looking to bounce back, and I'll talk about our boy. I'll talk about Brady. Uh, just the one assist. Hoping he gets some more points there. Uh, did six shots on goal with the twelve hits, which is lovely for you. But uh, his line hasn't been rolling yet, which I'd love it to be because I have two other members of that line. But anyways, I digress. Uh, and uh, is it you who has? No, you don't. We'll talk about Colin Miller here. Just the one assist. Minus one. Bold of you to pick up Buffalo DA with the two hits and the two blocks. Uh, they're riding a the high, but I don't know. Do you think it's going to continue? I don't think that it does but i'm probably gonna have a bit of, re- of a revolving door in that final yeah, d spot um i just need to hope that muzzin comes out of the woodwork a little bit toronto yeah. as a whole has been so bad muzzin like i saw him on like he was trying to close someone out against pittsburgh and he just collapsed against the boards and then pittsburgh scored on a two-on-one i was like <laughs> what are you doing like it was it's tough to watch just more so when he's on my team yeah, and I guess we'll highlight uh, Hurdle, who did have some pretty good peripherals with uh, 32 face-offs and 7 hits, but just the one goal. And uh, San- there was no shortage of goals with San Jose last week, so hoping he can get involved in there. But uh, other than that, yeah, like you had a pretty good week across the board. Yeah, I had a lot of guys who contributed. Like uh, 
at least you know Tarasenko coming a few points you know, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, starting a bit again. Debrinkat again was not very good. Only one goal and then minus five. Um, but then I had just so many assists. Thirty nine assists this week. That was kind of crazy. Just look around, like everyone's like two, two, five, three, four, four. <laughs> so many assists. Um, I can't imagine that will continue. But you love to see it at least for one week. Um, <laughs> Brendan and- was like, he already has twenty apples. <laughs> <laughs> it happens so quickly <laughs> yeah it, it happens so quickly um just everything you know all these assists but um we'll look at brendan's team and um rupe hints has not started as Poupe very hints. well did you say hoopé no no poopé oh poopé <laughs> or, or poopy your pick <laughs> yeah i like well poopy is probably a bit better so yeah we'll call him <laughs> poopy <laughs> That's that's what all the comments on the 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 app are calling them. Oh yeah, you're loving the app now, eh? Those comments are so well, funny. I, I did have the comments last year. Yeah, they they got them about halfway through, but uh, yeah, no, Brennan's been disappointed with Mister Poopy. Yeah, that is unfortunate. I don't think I think Dallas has another gear, so um, I'm sure. Um, you know, we'll see. Hopefully that they, they turn it around somewhat. I think that would be fun. Um, but yeah, two games played, he was one assist, even. Six shots on goal, three face-off wins, and three hits. And I kind of alluded to it earlier about another Montreal player that was really sucking ass. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I was like, he must not have started him every game. But it was Jeff oh, Petrie. Yeah, three games played, no points, even two shots on goal, two hits, and three blocks. When you had, when you were playing Petrie last year, he was like constantly you know like six three and four or like five four and four like shots blocks and hits um like so much yeah and his plus minus was good he was running the power play just you know what a fall from grace <clears throat> which is i offered him every, uh, everyone straight up after he proposed it and i offered it to him and uh he rejected it so yeah, I was thinking about yeah. trying to trade for Petrie, but like again, I just I just mentioned I'm not very good at buying low, um, <laughs> and he's got to be. Cons- I mean, Markstrom was good. I feel like I've said this every matchup is the people have had one good goalie and two bad ones, but um, for Brendan, Mark Andre Fleury, got to be the lowest ranked goalie in the league right now. Um, two games, two games started, no wins, a five goals against, an eight forty eight save percentage. And Kemper as well, touted to take the reins in Colorado, but he has looked anything but sturdy. Two games started, one win, a 3.91 goals against, and an 8.87 save percentage. So he took both of those goalies pretty early on. So yeah, I think that was four and six. Yeah, man. Like, what? Yeah. That's what they say. Never trust goalies, right? Well, it's I. Uh, I do not want the goalie that's uh, on a record-setting NHL team for never having the lead to start. The never season. having the lead. Oh man, <laughs> tough, tough environment to do anything between the pipes and um, MVP. Who'd you go with here? Uh, I went with Demko. Um, I needed those. I needed the wins and the game started, and he was he was solid throughout the week for goals against and save percentage, and I think those were that could have been the difference there. Yeah, I figured your goalie cats were a lot closer uh, than the skater ones, so I, I went with That's, Demko as well. Yeah, um, I know that. Uh, I guess Flurry wasn't uh, gonna get the start. Apparently, on Sunday he was supposed to be linking in, but then uh, he did. So he's like, "Oh, maybe I got a chance," and then, then just Fleury. wiped out. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. Well, so I was wrong on this one, calling for a tie. Um, 
but you know that's 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 just just what happens sometimes yeah when you call for the statistically unlikely thing who would have thought that it wouldn't happen but who would have thought um, not i yeah. not you apparently um so the next matchup another this was i think maybe the closest matchup on the week between actually him and this matchup and ryan and danny the ryan but, one was really um, close too yeah between uh stash poppy um matt t i think maybe he needs to change that name back so matthews can go back to having <laughs> success um versus uh big cat vassy still probably my favorite name for uh jags and this was a very tight win as i said for matt t here uh power play points separated only by one um and i think uh, that's probably the best jags could have done was tie if he had had one power play points but uh yeah none the way or and nonetheless, Matt T gets the win here. And at a slight games played disadvantage as well. Jags played 61 and Matt T played 57. And Matt T would have been fifth in prize banana rankings here. He would have been five, five and one against the other managers. And Jags was dead last with Neil at 0, 10 and one. So that's uh, 0 and two to start the season for Jags. And you got to wonder when's he going to consider start selling the farm? <laughs> it is it is still early two weeks into a, a 21 week season here sorry to a 20 week season I, I really wanted to find what the record for the worst plus minus was um because this one so, so jags won with a minus 19 yeah that's got to be <laughs> close to the record for the best win for the for best the worst win. winning oh, that, that's got to be the yeah it's got to be the worst winning one and matt was close behind with a minus 21 so like a combined minus 40, I, I, I don't I don't think we've seen that before. I could be wrong, but I don't think we'll ever be able to verify. Um, but yeah, quite the matchup. Uh, Matt was very lucky to be going up against Jakes this week. Uh, and looking at some good players for him, uh, we'll start in the crease with Mr. Binnington. Uh, three games started, winning all three, a 267 and a 923 save percentage. So uh, looking great for stats there, and who knows, maybe Bennington will be Canada's goalie since uh, everybody else is looking like shit. Uh, <laughs> what about Kata Hot? Uh, maybe Kata Hot. Did did he make the uh, the five team list? The five person list? Know. I don't think so. I uh, probably not. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think Mike Smith did either. But who who knows? Maybe with Price, uh, whenever he'll get back or if he gets back. So uh we'll look at then at some of the uh, skaters coming through captain boone jenner another three goals minus three all three of them on the power play the man just sits in front and line a voracek to boone goal nine (laughs) shots on goal 46 face-off wins four hits one block gotta love that looking at another but this time lock center horvat with the three goals and another 41 face-off wins matt had 210 like you don't need that many so we'll see what happens there (laughs) Uh, but uh, yeah, that's who I highlighted for the the strong performances. Yeah, I would agree. He he probably doesn't need that many, and I think <laughs> it might be beneficial to try and f- flip one of those strong face off people for someone who can help him in another category. Um, but yeah, you know, who who am I? Who am I to say that? Um, and we'll look at Jags's team. It was um, I had to go go through a few layers of players to get to his strong guys, <laughs> but. Um, because I had, because I ended on, I was like scrolling all the way to the bottom, and I was like, "Oh, Andrew Cop, he had a good." Oh week. my! Did you see that fucking face-off game from Cop? Yeah, eighteen face-off wins in the in the guy does not even Nashville. have a center eligibility. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that's quite something. Um, 
So that would be pretty beneficial if he could keep that up. But yeah, so three games played for Cop, two goals, two assists, plus three, eight shots on goal, 28 faceoff wins, as we mentioned, and five hits. And the next, I chose Taylor Hall, um, somewhat deserving, I suppose, but uh, three games played, he was two goals and one assist, plus one, uh, six shots on goal, five hits and three blocks. And as I read that, I remember that there was no one better to pick from because <laughs> that isn't, it's not a world beater stat line, but I didn't want to only have one guy for Jags' strong performers. I hear you. Yeah. It was like looking at trying to find like who was a plus player and you're like, oh, plus two is the best in this matchup. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, besides Mr. Cop, but uh, Mr. Cop. yeah, poor players on uh, manager Matt. Uh, I mean, phew. Matthews, what's going on? Uh, I guess that wrist surgery is lingering more. I don't, I don't even know. I haven't been watching, but uh, he is getting some more shots on that, so hopefully that continues. But uh, pointless, minus two, 17 shots, 32 face-off wins, three hits and a block. Uh, and then there are a bunch of guys you could go with here, like Kadri, Show, Anderson, Bunting, all pointless. Uh, throwing Connor Murphy there as well. So... I, I don't. I mean, his team really did not perform this week. Yeah, and I think Matt Matthews, he didn't look terrible individually. Like he, like you said, he got a lot of shots. He was shooting a lot, but the Leafs as a whole were just a tire fire. Like the Penguins were without yeah. Crosby, <laughs> Malkin, Latang, Brian Rust, <laughs> and Jeff Carter, and they will <laughs> and they beat the Leafs seven one on Saturday. Like yeah. I'm so I've never been so happy to not watch a game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but and we'll look at Jag's team, and it's a similar story. This wasn't a very pro- one; is it wasn't a very um, encouraging matchup for for uh, or performance from either team. But Anders Lee in <coughs> excuse me three games played, um, no points, plus one, eight shots on goal, eight faceoff wins, and seven hits. And his this is quite a stat. His defense combined for minus twenty two. <laughs> that's a lot jamie alexiak <laughs> minus four sam gerard minus four shea theodore minus four captain geo minus six asa lindell just scratching and clawing with a plus one and then seth jones with minus six again oh my goodness it was brutal um yeah and yeah so that's that a tough bounce back up. there but yeah it was quite uh that that's pretty much how he uh and he's still one plus minus. Oh my goodness. I didn't even, I forgot about yeah. that. That's so funny. Um, anyways, MVP, who did you pick out of the scrap heap here? I, I didn't want to pick any, but I, I went with Bennington, even though goalie cats didn't really matter. Uh, that's a pretty, uh, that's a great stat line with the three games started three wins. So uh, that's why I went with there. Yeah. And I, I was looking at Bennington, but yeah had to be boone i mean three power play points and three goals and matt t won by one power play point so i had to go with that um huge play huge play for boone there even though he did go minus three but you know when everyone goes minus it doesn't look so bad when you're minus as well yeah it's just it all comes out in the wash but uh yeah so we'll hop on over to our final i believe our final matchup we had manager Ryan with Stammer Time defeating manager Gritty. Uh, sorry, manager Danny, <laughs> team Gritty, seven <laughs> five. Uh, but like I was going through all the league history stuff, and like 
gritty that thing sticks out so it's so easy to like track it also with your old crosby sucks ass one that or chocolate thunder one that was great but anyways i digress ah so manager ryan beats manager danny seven five and one that came down to sunday uh with aiden hill on manager danny's side kind of being one of his last hopes to at least force manager ryan to play leonard uh but he got lit up by boston and so (laughs) r.i.p aiden hill r.i.p aiden hill and so ryan was able to rest leonard in a in a very close matchup and for in terms of prize banana here we had ryan coming in at number nine and manager danny coming in at 10 i believe and they both uh, would look to like to improve on that. Danny would have gone three, six, and two, and Ryan would have gone four, six, and one. Yeah, it's kind of uh, be interesting to see the rest of the season how, like, we've this is the second matchup we've had where the two or the third matchup, I guess, where the two, um, you know, the competitors have been like right neck and neck in terms of the prize banana ranking. So it's like everyone plays to the same uh, kind of ranking, to the same skill level, but. Um, yeah, so we'll take a look at Danny's strong players here. And who else but first star of the week, Kyle Connor. Um, he had a great week. Yeah. Three games played, uh, five goals, three assists, plus four, um, three power play points, 15 shots on goal, a hit and three blocks. Um, and Ovechkin, all right, all right, I get it. You're still good. Um, <laughs> in three games played, he's two goals, three assists, plus four, and Nine shots on goal, three hits and a block. And Nijelkovic in for Detroit in net um, wasn't amazing, but he was um, he was you know he was the only goalie in in Danny's team that did anything positive. Yeah, um, two games started, one win, uh, a two point oh one goals against, and a nine twenty eight save percentage. Yeah, to be fair, Danny was uh, stricken by the injury bug. Um... So we'll, we'll see how he manages that there. On to Ryan's uh, players. We talked about the Boston duo with manager Drew. That third of the trio, Pasternak, two goals, two assists. Uh, just one on the power play, but 14 shots on goal, a hit and a block. And Connor Garland with two goals, three assists, plus three, five shots on goal, a hit and a block. So he seems to be fitting in fine in Vancouver. And in the crease, we had Anderson on Carolina with two games started, two wins, uh, 1.00 goals against, and a 964 save. Yep, that's uh, Leafs fans are having a bit of trouble seeing Anderson do that well outside of Toronto. But, you know, good for him. He was always he was always positive, and, uh, you know, he's a good player. He was always – when he did play well, he was really good. So, you know, happy to see him play well. Um and we'll look at Danny's weak team, weak players. I think second week in a row, I'm pretty sure for Cole Caulfield. Um, three games played. Dan, Danny only has, only started him for two of them, but he had one assist, even three shots on goal, and a faceoff win. So pretty much non-existent. Um, Alex Radulov was somewhat similar, two shots on goal. Sorry, minus one in two games played with four shots on goal, three hits, and three blocks. And we, we've already beaten him enough, but um, Aiden Hill, <laughs> he, that the Sunday, it was it really came down to that on Sunday um, to for him to be able to potentially tie. And if he got the win, he might have even been able to win, depending on if Ryan, is, I don't know what happened with Leonard, actually. Uh, oh, he I think he had good. a decent game. Um, yeah. But yeah. He, he didn't win, though. 
No. Um, anyways, Aiden Hill, a one game started and 934 save percentage and a 714 goals against. Or sorry, save percentage. So um, that is pretty abysmal. And um, Danny, like you said, Danny is in trouble in, in that there. All right. Uh, MVP, who'd you go with? Yeah, I went with Freddie and a close second to Provorov for all those blocks. Like, yeah, the blocks smokes. did come in cl- clutch. Um, I mean, I guess you could have said, you know, Pasta, even though he just had the one block, which was the difference along with that stat line. But I went with Freddie as well. Um, yeah, was uh, was a shining, shining bright gem in net. Carolina seems to be a good area for the goalies to prosper, so... Uh, we'll move on to the look ahead here, and it's rivalry week. Wah, wah, wah. Who's excited? <laughs> you know I am. Uh, all right. So uh, once again, as always, as we look ahead to rivalry week, we must remember some fallen rivalry balls that we will never see the like of again. Uh, we had the podium bowl, a battle of two good managers with uh, yours truly, manager Matt Kay and manager Alex. They met four times in the medal rounds, primarily in the bronze matchup, but. Uh, uh, most most managers aren't meeting that many times in playoffs. And then we had the grinder ball bowl. And with better options available, we can thankfully leave this one behind. Neil and Jeff, uh, so they both have moved on to more prosperous areas. Uh, the roommate bowl, uh, RIP manager John. Danny managed to not lose this one, so good to, good for him. And we'll move on <laughs> to the, the new ones here. So we have a bit of an unnamed one at the moment. Uh, was the rookie bowl last year they're no longer rookies so it's not as accurate but uh as of now perhaps the rogaine bowl uh, between manager true and jags uh you could thank manager brendan for the idea on that one uh so they tied last year uh splitting it one and one drew did get the category advantage 15 ninth so we'll see what happens this year um uh, both coming off eh, weeks uh who, who do you think's got this matchup yeah, this is going to be an interesting one. I there's no way Drew has started his team because he's got only got 41 games played. Um, so it's and that, you know what? It's hilarious. I look at my I look at my phone quickly and Buffalo's up one nothing on Tampa Bay in the first yeah. minute. Like <laughs> what is going on? But um, I think that you know what? I'll take I'll take Jags here to get his first win. I think that. Um, Maybe some of his players can turn it around a little bit, and hopefully they don't go minus a billion. All right, I'll uh, I'll hop on the other side just for some uh, dis- or some some co- controversy, and I'll go with manager Drew and the Rat Squad to uh, improve to two and one. All right, uh, so next one up is the Succulent Bowl, perhaps my uh, finest piece of naming. Uh, we have manager Jill, Neil versus manager Danny uh, showcasing once again the longest combined playoff drought of 10 combined seasons. We're up to 10 combined seasons now. Uh, this is the eighth Double season digits. of the league. And Danny was not in the league to start. So uh, Neil last made the playoffs in 2015. I think that's when Danny did join. And yeah, another you know fun pop reference. Trump wasn't even a thing yet once these guys were playing meaningful games at the end of the season. So uh, we'll see what happens here. <laughs> Gritty spoiled Neil's chances at the playoffs last year, winning uh, week 13 and splitting the season series. Uh, although overall in their career, it's uh, six four two in favor of Neil. Yeah, and that's uh, it's the succulent bulls. App- I mean, they're both zero and two to start the um, to start the season right now. So uh, it seems pretty aptly named. Um, 
what their games started looking like this week. Uh, yeah, 53 did for Neil, 44 to Danny. Um, I'll take, I'm favoring the left side of my screen right now. So I'll take Neil and, uh, you know, we'll see, you know, you always like to see, there's gotta be a, well, you hope there's a winner. Um, you know, ties are kind of like kissing your sister, but, um, <laughs> you know, you'd hope there's a winner. I, I don't here, know that gonna, Matt, I don't have a sister, but you do. I'm going to, I'm going to, I do. It's a, it's a pop culture, pop culture <laughs> reference. <laughs> Let's edit that out. Um, <laughs> but I'll take, I'll take Neil here. Yeah, you know what? I, sorry, Danny. I'm gonna go Neil here too. Just uh, it's the goalie situation for me that um, it just doesn't look good. You know, Neil kind of got swamped on the goalie on the skater side last week just because the game played. Uh, I don't know if that will be the case this this week. So I'll, I'm gonna go with Neil as well. And that brings us to our next bowl, also going through a rename. We have KFC and the BFG Bowl. Uh, I mean, manager Matt Kermis and manager Michael, I believe manager Matt won this one last year, 2-0, and his prize was a lovely round of golf. Uh, can you share a little bit more about this name? Yeah, so it's, uh, you kind of came to me at the, at the 12th hour or the 11th hour is the saying, I guess, looking for a new team name, but, uh, KFC and the BFGs was, uh, our band name in high school and we never made it out of, uh, my friend Kyle's basement. So, we pretty much just sat in the basement and ate pizza and I played the drums while Kyle yelled at us to be quiet. So um, it was a great time. I have very fond memories. We've been talking about getting together and jamming for the last probably three to four years. So I'm sure uh, sure it'll happen soon. Yeah, sounds but, like Kyle would love that. Yeah, and Kyle has expressed interest in the league as well. <laughs> so that that's... Uh, Pretty we've funny, got him on the we've got him on the list, but uh, I yeah. do have a comment here. I, I did open up the floor to the entire league for any comments that they wanted to pass along to their opponents through the pod, and uh, Mr. Michael answered the call, and I quote: "Please let Kermis know he's a baby back bitch and easily the <laughs> weakest of the BFGs. He'll know what it means, and I'd like to bet him a round of golf next season on the result of our matchup. God bless." So that's manager Michael coming at you hot. Uh, you got any response to them fighting words? I mean, you know, uh, I lo- it's always Michael's. Michael's always tenacious and he never backs it up. So um, <laughs> it should be. So it's just like, you know, hearing the wind blowing is, is as certain as Michael talking shit. So um, it's some false uh, bravado, for, you could say. A little bit. Some false bravado. Very, very well done. <laughs> I don't even think he, I don't even think I got the round of golf last year. Oh, um, so uh, we'll have to. Uh, I mean, we'll make it. A, I guess it's a double or nothing kind of in this. Uh, well, in this we regard. don't like Welters here, Mister Manager Michael. So uh, do better. I just. I don't think. I don't think we got out to play. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I'll take myself. I mean, Mike's one and one um, I, in the power rankings. I mean, we, we haven't said the power rankings yet. Yeah, but, said the power rankings. Um, I just, uh, you know, I, I still like my team. I think some guys have overperformed and others have underperformed. So hoping they can kind of balance it out. And Ottawa has scored there. So um, don't know who was on. Brady was a plus, like but no points. Out. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Could be so. good for Mr. Norris. Yeah. But, and um, Batherson. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you on this one as well. Uh, I, I led astray from the pack last week, but uh, coming back home. And uh, while while the power rankings may say otherwise, I don't know yet as they haven't been released. But uh, 
I think it's two weeks in a row you've put up pretty good numbers against the rest of the league. So uh, we'll, I'll, I'll look for that to continue. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate the vote of confidence. And I will chime in quickly. Um, and the Leafs are up one nothing with Matthew oh. scoring his first of the season. See, so, they've uh, got a direct feed into this pod. Like they, they're, they're not even listening once it's released. They, I, I've I got a mic right into their ear. Yeah, Sheldon Keith just got it in his ear and he's yelling it on the bench. <laughs> you know what the Bonanza boys just said? <laughs> Holy fuck, boys. We gotta, we really got to step our games up. <laughs> All right, so we'll bring us to uh, another... You know what? I, I love this name as well. The Coastal Buds Bowl uh, between Manager Jeff and Manager Mitch. Uh, friends that are separated by mucho distance. That is the country of Canada. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, I've been playing a lot of chill with the boys lately. I uh, didn't get to do that as much last season, I don't think. So it was, it was nice to get to talk to more Murs, and they love to do some uh, matching count-offs as they do synchronized bong hits from coast to coast, really emphasizing that Canada as a whole unity. I love it. They split last series 1-1, and uh, as, as Mitch was new, there's no career stats to speak of. Uh, who do you got on this one? Yeah, this is a tight one. I mean, Mitch um, had a pretty good week last week, and Jeff was our prize banana. So um, this is a tough one to call. I'm going to go with – I think I'm going to go with Mitch here. I don't think – and you know what? I've been probably wrong on every prediction I've had already this year, but <laughs> I don't I don't think that um, the San Jose boys are going to be able to lift Jeff uh, as much this week. And I, I, I mean, Holtby's already down one nothing to Columbus – um, but I don't know if his goaltending, I mean, his goaltending was so good last week and it's so hard to get, you know, that goaltending that strong week in, week out. It is true. Um, but, uh, I, I can't bring myself to vote against the prize banana. I do agree that goalies are, you know, well, he, I think manager Jeff will probably find a medium here between not meeting the goals appearance or games appearance needed <laughs> and putting up the ridiculous stat line that he did last week. So, We'll see where that uh, balances out to. And I do agree the San Jose boys probably won't have as strong a games. But uh, I, I, I'll always back the, the latest prize banana until I don't. So uh, it won't be this week. And that brings us to bowl number five, the Wax Busters Bowl. Uh, manager Matt T and Brendan, I don't think they faced each other in playoffs yet. Uh, but uh, I believe manager Brendan enjoyed some free golf due to his uh, series win this year or last year. Uh, and in the series history, or sorry, in the career history here, uh, which did some deep diving, they were six, five and three in favor of manager Brendan and manager Brendan ties people like it's nobody's business. So maybe <laughs> my prediction of a tie last week was, was not unheard of. Like I have six ties against him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Six ties you individually, individually. Holy Ryan has smokes. four. Matt Taylor has three, and then I, I think you have two. Like, it, it was crazy going through it. It kept fucking me up. I was like, what did I just count? <laughs> <laughs> it must have been unbalanced in categories. That's my best guess. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's he's uh, a boat built to tie, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, who you got in the Wax Busters Bowl? Um, this is another tight one i think both have pretty good teams um and you know what i'll take uh the guy with the better name i'll go with matt here (laughs) 
that's uh that's fair i'm gonna go on the uh the roommate side here which might be supported by some statistical an- analysis and go manager brendan and dj zabanajad taking this one oh, All right. i think that might have been the first time you ever pronounced it properly i love it well you know just just for the boys for my fans i can't say no to them <laughs> and uh, so we'll come up on our final one. We got the championship bowl now up to eight final appearances. For those of you that uh, know fast and furious, you know, when they're like, make that two of that car in that on that continent. I just did the eight with the fingers. But anyways, I digress. Uh, Manager Steele dispatched his rival one round earlier than normal last year in the semis uh, as retribution for Ryan taking the regular season 0-2 and a fucking Rope Hintz jersey as his prize. Um, <laughs> Manager <laughs> Brendan is, is, on the uh, soon. Oh God, is, is, is looking, looking pretentious too. He's like, hmm, do you think Ryan will, will give me something for Rupe? I was like, oh, I don't know. But he does have a jersey, so maybe that will do it as Ryan does love things like that. Who doesn't though? Unfortunately, both managers lost their final week of the season. And uh, if Moneyball taught me anything, if you don't win the final game of the season, nobody gives a fuck. So we'll both be looking to change that. And uh, look for Manager Steele to bounce back and win uh, win this series again, and add another jersey to his collection. Uh, Ryan does have the edge 2-1 in playoffs, although both of those were tie breaks, I'm pretty sure. And uh, 7-9 in the regular season as he took the two last year. So I, I, I'm licking my wounds. I'm looking to get back. And uh, I'm coming for him this week. Yeah, it's going to be... It's kind of... I feel like and maybe next time we should do the power rankings first so we can refer to them a little bit. But Perhaps. Um, I would... And it's interesting. I don't know if you've started all your guys yet, but Ryan has a six games played advantage right now. Um, and he is the one who's 2-0-0. But... All said, I, I think I, I am going to go with you again. I think you've got a, a really a good team. Um, and Ryan's already, Anderson's going to get lit up. I can already feel it. Um, so, and he's, so, you know, I'll, and Elvis is already up one nothing against Dallas. So, Elvis um, is a beast. Love him. He is. He's, he's your saving grace right now because he didn't yeah. really, uh, didn't draft any goalies early. But yeah, I'll go with you and um, we'll see how it goes. It should be a fun matchup. Well, a thousand thank yous for your vote of confidence. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm hoping the boys can do it. Nelly Spaghetti, first rivalry week for them. Very, very hyped up. Great feeling over here in the atmosphere. Uh, I've got a couple parties planned this week. Like, life's just great. So that brings us to the power rankings. Uh, would you like to start us off? Or? Sure. I was just looking and I realized that I, we didn't say Mitch Marner is a weak player for Ryan. I, know, I, I, I kept looking for him. What What team is he on? He's on Ryan's team. Ryan's team, yeah. Yeah, oh, so I guess... No, yeah, I think that was yours, right? I think it was mine. I was looking for him because I was like, that guy sucks. The last time I got called out... He's played six games and one assist. Six games, one assist, two hits and two blocks, and one face-off win in all six uh, games. He's zeros minus three. Zeros. And this is what I told told Ryan this right away. I was like, man, how could you not take him over Brady Kachuk? Anyways, um, (laughs) we'll start the power rankings. And at number 12, we have Jags. And that's all there is to be said about that. Yeah. Yeah. Tough for him. Uh, He tasted glory early on. And, uh, you know, you know what they said about the Titanic and the Chicago Blackhawks. They looked good and then they hit the ice. 
um manager I, I read that one on the score i loved it so i stole it, it. was it's a really good line I, re- I read the same thing so you're not getting any creator points from me but it is that's a good all right line. i was i was i wasn't looking for it i was gonna own up uh coming in at number 11 we have manager drew and the rat squad and coming in at number 10 we have uh manager danny with gritty with gritty and at number nine, we have my opponent this week, Manager Ryan and Stammer Time. And coming in at eight, we have Manager Neil with the still named Bacchus Spasms. Perhaps if he changed oh. that name, he would uh, improve back what David Bacchus has been retired for like a year or two, probably. Well, to be fair, I mean, it was tough to top the name of Neil's rad team, which was his, that, uh, yeah. his first one. That is gold. Um, so yeah, I just did a deep, deep dive and I got through, I was looking at everybody's names and I'm like, good golly, that one was great. But uh, you know, back of spasms were great because I, then I knew what I was looking for instead of the ones that change every year, you know, each to their own. Uh, coming up on number seven, we've got manager Jeff with, uh, as this is a friendly show, I won't say his name, just kidding. It's Aho gave me headman. And he he did pop up at this rankings. So keep in mind that uh, the power rankings are always average with last week's. So to hop from 12, 12 to 7 was quite the jump. And I assume we'll, we'll keep seeing that ascent. Yeah. And I mean, he was the prize banana this week, 11 and 0 against the rest of the league. So, yeah. um, but coming in at number six, we have manager Mitch with what's his team name again? Rafi Rockets. The Rafi Rockets. I keep, yeah. you're right. And all the change Torres. names. All the changed names are make it difficult on your old hosts here. <laughs> and coming in at number five, we have manager Matt Taylor. Um, and I have also, he's with Stash Poppy. Uh, looks like Stash Poppy might be regaining some of that poppiness. So uh, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> I wish I had some more poppiness. <laughs> Poppy. Pop, pop. Poppiness. Um, and coming in at number four, we have the, the, the stronger of the two mats, um, manager Matt K, <laughs> which is me. I, I was waiting for yours truly. Brendan loves it when we say that. I think we, and we always say it wrong. That's my favorite part. Oh, that's yours truly part. is supposed to be talking about yourself. <laughs> that's yours truly. Uh, and uh, speaking of number three, we have manager Brendan. Uh, he's, he's continuing his rise up the rankings there with another top four performance. And number two, we have my rival and soon to be, what is he soon to be? Caddy. One and two, probably, right? Yeah, soon to be one and two. Um, and that's manager Michael with uh, Nelia Spaghelia. Yeah, and oh, number one, I can hear the, the anguish across the country radiating already. It's yours truly, manager Steele, uh, with Nelly Spaghelli. And before you guys freak out, I had 13 in the top 100. Oh, but he just picked up Zub. You know what, guys? That's just how the numbers break out. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't make the rules. I just follow them. But uh, you know, yeah. Uh, hoping the boys can can continue this. I'm pretty happy with the start. You know, I'd love to have gotten the win last week, but you know, that's life. And uh, yeah, so that about wraps it up. You got any any closing statements for us? No, I didn't realize you picked up Zub. I'd been looking at him, but. Um... Yeah, it's uh, he, he blocks and hits. He does pretty well. Yeah. But um, and, and how many guys on Ottawa do you want? I guess we'll see how. Well, uh, he, I he they do only play two games this week, so he might be uh, might be getting dropped today. We'll see. 
Ah, that's fair. But um, yeah, another good show. And let's uh, go our separate ways and watch our, uh, you know, watch some hockey. Yeah, watch some hockey. And uh, all right. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.